Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, all, welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so happy you're here. Today, we're going to get right into it, and we're going to talk about the idea of just starting. I think so often, the people I talk to out in the world, so often when we talk to each other, Meg, I mean, it's just the reality is you can think of a million reasons why you shouldn't do it, or there's just there's just a long laundry list of why you're not taking that first step, and it's been coming up a lot with the people I've been talking to in my own life and just the people I interact with online, everything else. They say, well, I'd like to do it. And they talk about doing it, but somehow managing to take that first step, whether it's a baby step or a massive step, it's, it's something that just gets in the way and stands in the face of it. And so today we just want to get into that topic of what it means to just start and why, if you're finding yourself on the edge of the water there, why you might want to take this first thing, step, wade, like stick your, stick your toe in, whatever analogy you want to use, but why that's important to kind of move forward. So I'm excited to talk about that today. Me too. Yeah. The thing that's been kind of interesting in our lives is it seems to be popping up everywhere for us. Like we have somebody we know who's struggling to take the first steps towards getting some help for mental health. And in my own life, I see it like when I'm struggling to just start cleaning my daughter's room because it scares me, quite frankly. And I know that if I just start to do that, it'll all be okay and I'll clean the room and it'll be done and over with. But instead, I ignore it for weeks and weeks and weeks like it's going to magically somehow appear clean without me doing anything, without any of us doing anything. And that's just not the case. And I think so often, whether it's a big dream and a big goal, like we're going to start a new podcast or we're going to write this new book or whatever the thing is, or all the way down to a chore at your house, we just kind of get stuck and we're like, I can't move. I can't, I can't do the very tiny little first thing. Or like you said, sometimes it's a bigger thing, but often it's not a big thing. Often it's just a very tiny first step and we still struggle to do it. And why? And I think there's a lot of different reasons why, but more importantly, not more importantly, but just as important as once we realize that that's happening and why it's happening, how can we overcome it? Mm -hmm. And what do you think just, I just, we hadn't talked about this, but just what do you think that you hear from talking to other people what is the biggest obstacle? I know we're going to get into some other things, some other obstacles that we see in our own lives and just interacting with other people. But what do you see as like the biggest obstacle that if you're talking to someone today, some of the listeners out there, what are they going to say? What are they going to say is the main reason why they can't take the first step? Like, hey, Mag, I'd love to take that first step, but what's that but? Mm, I think one of the biggest butts. <laughs> That's the not biggest funny. butt. I like big butts. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm very off track. I think one of the biggest reasons, the biggest butts, as we said, is just the fact that it can feel scary not to have the full picture. And mm-hmm. so if somebody can't see through to the end, then it feels like why even start? Right. And so if they feel a little bit unsure about how it's going to play out, 
then it might be, it might be a little trigger shy to even get going. And Mm -hmm. that's normal. Like I felt that a bazillion times in my life. It's normal to feel like I don't understand exactly how this will play out. And I'm a little bit apprehensive about that. But I think when you start learning how to push through, when you do it anyway, then you will realize that there's circumstances, there's times in your lives when you were able to do it. And it actually worked out okay, even though you didn't have the full game plan when you started that. So yeah, I think that's one of the biggest ones. Yeah, I, for me, I mean, yeah, that points the finger at me because I want to know what is the end goal? Like how, like uh, I heard on another podcast recently to start in the beginning, you know, the end or what's the, what's the saying? Like to, to in the beginning, know the end, have the end Mm -hmm. in mind Mm -hmm. in the beginning, have the end in mind. Sorry. But I heard that and I'm like, yeah, you know, I try to always do that. I try to make sure that I know, or at least I want to know, you know, you want to know all the unknowns of how it's going to turn out and you want to have a plan. And a lot of times we're preached to that you need a plan and you need a five-year plan or a 10-year plan or a yearly plan or like our business, we have a business plan. And so there's things that you have to follow, but I think in that you can get stuck because when you start pulling at the thread of a plan, then you're putting, you know, if you've never done a business plan, you're sitting there, you're putting a handful of like goals or initiatives that you're going to take on the end goals at the end of it, where you want to be. And then when you start pulling at each individual thread of that plan, then it opens up a whole more of, of like a Pandora's box of where you're going to be and what you need to do and, and how it's all going to turn out. And the reality is, as you were saying, Meg, they're all unknowns. You could have the greatest plan in the world and it, there's no guarantee it's going to work out that way. And I think a lot of us get stuck in the planning stages anyway. We sit there and say, well, we need to begin with the end in mind. So I need to have the end in mind. And frankly, I don't know what that even is. So I can't take the first step. And if we're being honest, it's easier. It's easier in the short term to not take the first step. It's easier to believe the excuse, to believe the rationalization for why you're not doing it, and then just decide, well, I'm not going to do it. Because the other piece of that is, and we talked about it a few weeks ago, but if you can't commit and you can't be all in on whatever the end vision is, then why even start? It's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like, when you hear about people, or you've probably done it in your own life, I know I have, where you're stuck in like the education phase, you're stuck in like the planning phase, like you'll do all the trainings and you'll read all the books and you'll do all the YouTube research that you can possibly do. And you'll, you'll be stuck in this like research and education phase for so long that you're actually only hurting yourself because you won't just get going. Yeah. And I mean, I know, I know that we've experienced this, like even with our podcast stuff, even with our coaching stuff, like there's been so many times where we just want to like educate and train till we want to puke. And it's really just like a very creative and super worthwhile and worthy, uh, procrastination technique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) completely viable, but you're right. It's at the end of it. It's you're distracting. You're rationalizing why. Right. Yeah. You're just getting the skills, you're getting the tools in your tool belt. And it seems good to spend a long time getting all the skills and getting, getting ready for this thing. But honestly, you can get all the training as you go. Like you can learn as you go. And just as like a project example, I mean, this very podcast, I know we've told you guys before, but maybe you're new here. Maybe you need this. When we started this podcast, Brandon said, Hey, I want to start a podcast. I said, Oh, what about? He's like, I don't really know. I'm like, Oh, you want to do it with me? And he's like, sure. What are we going to talk about? And we're like, we don't know. 
and we called it Fools in Love. And we didn't really have a plan. It wasn't a personal growth per se uh, podcast at the time. We were just like, well, let's talk about life. Let's see what happens. We knew we wanted a podcast. We knew that the end goal would be helping people, but we didn't have any specific sort of plan for this thing. Mm -hmm. It has slowly grown and morphed into what it is today. And I'm so proud of that. But dang it, if we hadn't had that first conversation, if we hadn't taken those first steps, if we hadn't created the first iteration of this podcast, this wouldn't exist. We wouldn't sit here right now. Right. Yeah. It's called like, I've heard it called this paralysis by analysis. So like you're really, you're really just thinking through all of it and you're like, I have to have this all well thought out and have the perfect plan to be able to step forward. But then you paralyze yourself from moving forward at all. As you were saying that I'm thinking about yourself and like what we've done with trainings. And like you said, with our coaching, we, you're constantly trying to educate yourself. You're constantly trying to learn how to do it. And for whatever reason, when you were saying that, the, the idea of like doing a project, like a home project came into my head. Y'all, I'm the worst person at home projects. Uh, we have a running joke in our family that if you don't go to Lowe's or Home Depot 15 times, then like it wouldn't be a giggling project, right? <laughs> and me and my brother have like the running joke where even if one of us is doing a project, we have to go again to Home Depot. We'll call each other and be like, hey, it's we're taking the trip. So like that's that's the idea. But like when you're planning out a project you got to have all the tools. You know, you got to watch a few YouTube videos. You might have to read the instruction manual, but at some point you need to pick up the dang hammer and start doing something. Like I think about, I just saw a post that had popped up from years ago when I set up our kids' playset. The thing came with 10,000 <laughs> boards. It was like 300 pages. I'm not exaggerating. No, it was There were 15,000 facets and screws and boxes and things. You unpack all that and look at the floor, no matter how much I prepared, at some point I had to pick up the first board and pick up the first <laughs> screw and start screwing it in. And eventually it became the end goal in mind. And throughout it, it became a few other things that it shouldn't have been. Cause like I said, I'm terrible at this, but again, it's the idea that like, yeah, you could have all the tools in your tool belt. You could go to Home Depot today and buy all the tools for your project. But unless you go out and actually start that project, the tools aren't going to do you much good. And you're right. We we're, we over-educate because we over-prepare because we want to not show up and look stupid. Let's be real. We don't, no one, none of us want to look stupid. We want to come up and put a product out that's, that's quality. We want to present ourselves to other people with something that's quality. And so that fear, that what if game we call, and that's a later episode because it's a whole thing to unpack, that what if game of what if this, what if that prevents us from moving forward at all. Absolutely. But with that, I'm sorry, did you have something? Oh, go ahead. No. So with that though, I believe like that is huge. That is a, that is a big thing that I hear, but even more than that, y'all, the time. Okay. But can I tell them what happened when you built the, when you were building the, oh, please, <laughs> please do go ahead. <laughs> so speaking of things, not going as planned, uh, Brandon actually fell from the treehouse, the playhouse, whatever you want to call it. When he was building it, he had our daughter up in it and she was, I believe in the slide as the story goes, I was not home. She was inside <laughs> the tube slide. He was up on the platform, I think. And they literally fell over because it was not secured in the ground yet. They fell out of the treehouse. The whole thing came toppling down. Uh, it was a good time. So that happened. Yes. But we learned from it because not that long afterwards, we took the whole thing down and moved it to a new house. And it came up just fine. Well, and it's a perfect analogy for <laughs> life, too. I mean, you're going to fall down. I mean, the, the, yeah, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down. It's going it's, to, it, it's not going to all go as planned. Right. Back to our point. But yeah, so let's get back to the time thing. Okay, so time... 
Time is the number one that I always hear from people. I, I use it myself and it is the uh, the biggest distraction tool in my arsenal. I'm like, yep, you know, if I had the time though, I would go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. And it comes up for everything. And it's like, I don't have the time to fully commit. So I won't commit at all. When the fact is like, you know, the journey of a thousand steps, you know, start our journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. You have to take one step. But that timing thing is is one that I hear all the time from people for why they can't do it. Right. I mean, we're constantly in this. There's still things right now that even though we understand that if I have five minutes, that five minutes, five times a week becomes, you know, like that's always a building, a building tool, right? You can build on top of it. If you have five minutes today and you have five minutes tomorrow, then you've done 10 minutes kind of a deal if you've done it for a week and then if you've done it for a month. But we just ignore that we have five minutes because we're like, well, we don't have six hours to do that today. So we shouldn't do it at all. But the reality is that many of our passion projects, many of our side hustles, many of our goals and dreams and ambitions and aspirations are built from little time pockets here and there. Not many people have the luxury, have the ability of just like blowing up their lives and taking on something and just devoting all their time to it because real life is here. Like you have a job, you have a family, you have commitments that are outside of whatever your passion is, whatever you're pursuing. And when that happens, you may not have all that much time to start with it. So most of us start with the little time that we do have, and then we build upon it. And I think that's really important to remember when you're in one of those cycles. And I still have to remind myself almost daily that, yeah, I might not be able to do that today, but I might have five minutes tomorrow. And I'm going to take that five minutes tomorrow because then the next day, if I get five minutes, great. If I never take that five minutes, then I'll never have even started. And if I haven't started, then how can I ever complete it? Right. And we all know that time in it of itself is a finite resource. We always, like we've always mentioned, and I always try to remind myself of this too, like we, none of us know how much time we have left, first of all. But if you live the average age, which I think is like 76, well, then you still have a finite amount of time. And so when you're looking at a project, you say the same thing. When you're looking at whatever the next thing you're trying to do is, today, tomorrow, whenever, the thing you're putting off, you're like, well, I only have so much time to commit to it, so I'm not going to commit to it at all. But I try to remind myself when I say that often of the bigger picture of the fact that I don't know that I'm going to have the time later. So if it's important enough and it's something that's been itching at me and something that's been in my heart and something that it's that I want to do, then I'm going to have to move forward on it. Because you just don't know if you have the time left. If it's not, if it's not something you need the time for, then why are you even doing it anyway? If you're, if, if you're not worried about ever really accomplishing it, then let it go and move on to the next thing. And you might find a pocket of time, like you were saying, that you need. But if you look at time as like, well, I only have so much time to commit. When is it? When? What if that runs out? What if you don't have the time to ever do that? Are you going to be okay if you don't have the time to ever complete that. And that's a big question. It kind of comes back to the bigger idea of what's your why, you know, like if your why is big enough, then you'll find those five minutes and then you'll turn that five minutes into 20 and then you'll keep going back and suddenly it will be a bigger thing and you will have some, and you will have spent significant time. Maybe not the first week, maybe not the first month, maybe not the first year, but eventually you'll have spent a significant amount of time doing that thing and it will have grown into something. Right. Well, I think about, not to come back to home projects, but apparently it's <laughs> on my head now, but when when we bought our house, we've been at our house now, oh, two years. what, going on two years, maybe even two years. 
Point is, like, since we moved into our house, we had painted every other room in our house, but we didn't paint our bedroom. And we put off painting our bedroom forever. And I was like, well, I just don't have the time to do it. I'd love to do it. When am I going to do it? Let's hire somebody to do it. Let's hire someone to do it. Wow, I'm too cheap. I'm not going to hire anyone to do it. (laughs) You know, it needs to be done. But so eventually it got to the point where, you know what I did? I went to Lowe's. I bought the paint and the rollers and the paintbrushes. I set them in the room and miraculously it got done. I had to push myself to take the first step. Had I never gone to Lowe's and never bought the paint, we would have been sitting here three years, four years, five years down the road, and I wouldn't have done it. And we do this with everything in our lives. I do it personally. You do it out there. You put things off and put things off, and sometimes you just need that little push. Maybe it's a push from someone you know. Maybe it's a push from the Growth Reframe podcast. Maybe it's a push from yourself. But sometimes you need that little nudge to say, hey, it's time to jump in. At some point, you're on the edge of that diving board and you got to jump off or you got to tuck tail and go back. What are you going to do? What do you want to do? At some point, you got to be brave enough and have the courage enough to jump in. But another thing that I know is near and dear to your heart is the perfection of it. Like it needs to be perfect. It needs to be flawless. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. It goes back to not wanting to feel stupid too, by the way, but it's like, I want to do this. But when I do this, I want to do it right. I want to, you know, I I have talked to myself. It's like, when we do this YouTube thing, I need to have all this stuff and I need to have the whole production studio. No, you don't. No, you don't. But that that perfection is another, another thing that paralyzes you. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think you can even tie that back to the whole overeducating and overtraining thing. Like you just spend so much time in the preparation phase to make sure that things are perfect when... Of course, the reality is that it's not going to be perfect the first time you do it. It's like super rare that it would be. You're not an expert when you start something. None of us are. So how can we expect that we would be? But it's a really convenient way to not be able to do it because you're like, I don't know how yet. I, I might mess up. And what if the world laughs at me? And what if my spouse thinks I'm crazy? Or what if what if something goes wrong and somebody sees me fail? And I mean, all those are they're real possibilities. They could happen, but where, where does that matter? Like what matters more that something like that could happen or that you just go back within yourselves and, and don't do that thing at all. Like for me, I try to push through that perfectionism. I try to push through all those fears and feelings because I know that once I get past them and I do the thing, it will actually end up okay because it always has, right? I'm not quite 40, but I'm heading there. And so far, I'm still here. I'm still breathing to talk about all these things. So I must have ended up okay. Like, mm-hmm. I must have pushed through and it must have been okay. So if that's all true, and it is, I'm still here, Lord willing. I'll still be here by the time this podcast comes out. But I'm still here. So if that is true, then how could it not have worked out? And mm-hmm. I may have had some embarrassing moments along the way. I sure did. I may have had some uncomfortable times where I didn't really feel like I knew what I was doing. I sure did. But here we are. And I think that as long as you can understand that you will feel those feelings and it's okay to feel those feelings and to push past anyway, to keep going anyway, you'll, you'll find that you have the ability to do those things and you'll be proud of yourself for doing them. Yeah. You know, you know what I think it is too, is we just underestimate the power of baby steps. Mm -hmm. We discount them at every turn. We say, well, they're not even worth telling anyone about because they're so small this just comes up constantly in my life and with everyone I talk to. They don't even want to pat themselves on the back because they think it's too inconsequential to do. 
But the power of baby steps, I mean, like you said, you take five minutes a day, you know, and it adds up. You take, you do one task toward what you're trying to do and eventually you're to the end of that project. But if you never start, I mean, it's like, it seems so obvious y'all, but we all do it. If you never start, then you're never going to get any further along. But we just discount those baby steps at every turn and we say, well, they're not, they're not doing anything. They're not even worth trying because I can only commit this much. I mean, we did that for four years with this YouTube channel. We said we were going to do it for four years. Eventually you just had to start doing it and it sucked and it was scary and it, it still is sometimes. I don't know what I'm doing with it most of the time, but I'm doing it anyway. I have to push through. I have to, if it's important to me, if it's not again, right. th- then don't. But if it's something you say that's important to you and like going back to your why, Meg, then then take the baby steps where you can take them. Take the time where you can take them. Start moving toward it somewhere at some time. We get stuck on, well, we you know, we're in the deadline. We'll do it next year. We'll do it next month. You know, we'll do it when the kids are older. Whatever you're filling in, at some point, though, you're going to have to take that step. And so all we're asking you to do today is take a baby step. Pick a baby step for whatever it is that it, you want to pursue. Whether it's a huge goal, whether it's a home project, gosh, I hope not, mm-hmm. or whether it's just something simple in your life that you've been thinking about wanting to do for a long time, shed the fear today. Let go of the perfectionism and start moving forward toward what the ultimate goal is of what you're trying to do. Because if you don't start, you'll never get there. And like we already talked about at the beginning, time's a finite resource. None of us know how much we have left. One thing that pushes me forward is if it's important to me, understanding that then I need to do it with the time I have now, not tomorrow, today. I have the time today. I have it in front of me. I'm going to do a little bit towards it. And that's how I work. That's how I make it through. And that's how I do full-time day job, podcast, YouTube, marriage, family. I work it in where I can and I value what's most important and you need to do the same. And so we invite you to take a baby step today. Have the courage to do so. We love y'all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.